Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go. It's time to get going with this edition of The Organic Gardener, Doug Oster, DougOster.com. And we always begin with that gift certificate giveaway for the good folks at Sorgles. If you're the 10th caller, $25 is what you will get in that gift card. Uh, 412-922-1020. 10th caller wins it, 412-922-1020. And if you have anything on your mind in the way of gardening, you need to call now while we have some available lines because about uh, 10 minutes from now, you may not be as fortunate. You might get that annoying busy signal. So call us at 866-391-1020, Here he is, folks, for the final edition for this year, but already getting ramped up for 2022, Mr. Doug Oster. Good morning, Douglas. Good morning, Rob, and thank you very much for uh, having myself and Steve Rapaski on your Seven Fishes show. That was really a fun, fun morning. And you know, I was wondering how long you've been doing that now. Yeah, uh, thirty-four years. But here's what's amazing. You... Here's what's amazing. And you know, when you have friends, there are certain friends that no matter where you go, what you do, you always feel like, hey, I just saw them yesterday. And this, the funniest thing went through my thought process on the white way home hours after the broadcast, you know, literally just exhausted as I always am because I put so much into that because I love it and I know people are passionate about it. Do you realize that was the first time I saw you in person in about two years? And I huh. went, and I went, you know, and I said, but it feels like he's still been a part of my life every day. So I guess we are pretty close friends. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't even think of that. Maybe we're not that close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But no, it's, uh, but it's got, ironic though. We got a we got a picture together and it was just it was just so much fun and so great to see you and uh, what was it that started that for you? Uh really, I was in the window uh in downtown Pittsburgh, you know, for Children's Hospital. And uh, just, by the way, I saw a wonderful uh on LinkedIn uh video with Leslie Davis who is now you know, teaming up that great brand that's UPMC, very inspirational, very um, supportive of the employees of uh, UPMC, and also just talking good things about the community. So if you get a chance, you may want to check that out. But they now obviously handle the great brand that's Children's Hospital, which I'm a huge fan of. But back in the day, and this probably was before you even got here, who knows, maybe you were already here, but we would go to Gimbel's, Horns, and Kaufman's and do the, the charitable thing for Children's Hospital and broadcast three weeks in advance all of our shows. So one day... It was filling in, and it was about, I don't know, 4.30, 5.30. It was getting dark, and it was raining, and it was dreary, and everybody was headed home. And basically, I'm thinking, what are we going to do? And my friend at the time, who was a restaurateur and still is his family, Ernie Velazzi, was on with me. 
And he said, have you ever heard of the Feast of the Seven Fishes? And voila, just like that, the magic wand, it just mm-hmm. took off. And as they say, it gets bigger and better every year. And uh, I must tell you, even though we're still in a pandemic, uh, just a great response. A number of people just came and spent time with us. And the guest list just gets stronger and more star power and more people enjoy it. And it just, uh, that's how it started. And here we are 34 years later still doing it, Doug. Well, and it's inspired our family, that's for sure. And our feast was just phenomenal. But I wanted to tell you about, you know, I talked to you about this once before, but I wanted to remind you about this movie. I heard about it. Yeah, called Feast of Seven Fishes. It was shot down in Fairmont, West Virginia. I love this movie. If you do the Feast of Seven Fishes, uh, you you should watch this movie. You can find it on demand. Uh, You know, I've got Comcast. I just searched uh, Feast of Seven Fishes. It came up on Peacock. It's written and directed by Robert Tinnell, and he is from Fairmont, West Virginia. That's where, where some of the scenes are from. And it, if you're from the Pittsburgh area, <laughs> when you look at this film, it's, it's set in 1983. I think you're really going to love it, and it's it's now going to become a tradition in our house. So, Rob, thanks for everything. Thanks for the Feast of Seven Fishes show. That is just such an amazing thing. Uh, let's let's get into a little bit of gardening here, and I would love to talk to you today. When I was with... Uh, Rob, uh, on Friday, I saw lots of listeners there. Again, I hadn't seen, just like Rob, I hadn't seen in a couple of years. And uh, they were telling me the same thing, like, well, we'd, we'd like to call in, but we're a little shy. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, just call in, especially this time of the year. There's nobody calling in, and uh, I'd rather talk to you about your garden than um, just start uh, vamping about my garden. But I've got lots of things to talk about. Do you have any big plans for your garden this year? I would love to hear about it. And if you've got any questions about planning for this year we could talk about that but right off the bat let's talk a little bit about recycling that christmas tree you know your local municipality uh, everyone does it a little different in allegheny county starting today you can drop off your christmas tree uh, at any of the nine county parks from 8 a.m until dusk you know there's just there's a there'll be a sign there and they'll take you to the right spot and you don't want to send a Christmas tree to the landfill. Uh, one way to recycle it is, is take it to the park. Another way to recycle it is just, if you've got a little bit of room, just put it off to the side. It's a great place uh, for wildlife habitat, and that's what I use mine for. You know, you got to take everything off. Uh, be sure that it's clean. You know, some places, uh, like when they do the recycling for the county, they'll just chip it, make it into a little bit of mulch, uh, but I just, I just, I've got a, 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 a grave graveyard of Christmas trees over the years, years, and that's where a good place for the birds to hide and the and the rabbits to be. So, uh, don't send it to the the landfill. And this is a incredibly long season. I actually yesterday saw weed seeds germinating <laughs> in December, and uh, it this is very strange. Um, actually still planting if you can believe that uh my friend steve rapaski who came to me came with me to the uh, feast of seven fishes show uh when he left i gave him some garlic to plant and some uh, daffodil bulbs to plant uh but i do have some garlic uh but you're gonna have to come to the north hills to get it and you just go to dougoster.com click on the contact button and say Gosh, I'd like to try and, and grow some garlic because, uh, of course, I want you to grow some garlic because there's nothing like it, nothing like growing your own garlic. Anyway, Han Nursery had garlic left over, and they sent me a message. You want this? We don't know what to do with it. And I said, yeah, I'll see if I can give it away. I don't have much more room to plant any garlic, but you can still get away with it 
looking at the weather, it's unbelievable. We're at 60 degrees coming up again. Uh, very strange, but it gives us uh, a window to do a little bit more planting, uh, which for me is, is great. I always get stuck here at the end, you know, always watching the weather. But I, I've had such a – it's been so mild. I'm like, well – I'll just get those bulbs in tomorrow, or <laughs> uh, I can sneak that in a little later. Uh, but I, <laughs> it's going to end at some point. <laughs> at some point, it's going to get cold. It, it always does. Uh, part of my planning is always ordering seeds, which seems kind of crazy because I've got bags and bags and bags of, of seeds. Uh, so why do you, little, let me ask uh, you something. Why do you do that, Doug? I mean, I, I, I did the same thing with certain things in my life, too. Is it always the fear of just not having it or thinking that it'll be one unique one that you'll stumble upon? It's, actually- one, it's, one, it's one unique one, something different. Um, it, you know, uh, in looking at all these seeds, Rob, I, I'm going to do the same thing I did last year. I'm, I'm, I've got hundreds of different varieties of tomatoes. I'm going to start everything. You know, a few seeds of every one, and I'll give them away uh, in May. Uh, that that's just to, so people can have the same sort of thing. You know, something weird, something unique. I mean, I started trading seeds with people before the internet, when we would send a self-addressed stamped envelope to each other and grow these weird tomatoes. I still have some of that stuff. And and the one thing I want to talk about before we get our break is, when you do have old seeds like that, and like I do. This is a time where we can test them to see what's what's what we should what we should even try and start, and so you know a couple times a year I talk about this, but it's very very simple to test the seeds, and so I'll take a certain amount of seeds, usually if I can about ten, depending on how many I have, put them in a wet paper towel, put that wet wet paper towel into a Ziploc bag, close up the Ziploc bag, put it on top of the fridge or someplace where you'll remember it, and then in a week or so see how many sprout. Now I know, you know, if it's 50% or more, I'm like, okay, these are still good. But if nothing sprouts at all under those conditions, and it's like a seed from the 80s or 90s, it'll be like, all right, I'm not going to bother starting that uh, because it's it's just, it, you know, basically a waste of time. And so uh, test what you have, and then then now you know what you can you can order. But as I said, you know, I always want to grow something new, something different, something weird. Uh, that's just what I do. All right, Rob, you ready to take a little break, and then we can hopefully get some callers on here? All right, 866-391-1020, wide open as far as the phone bank. If you have a question for Doug, he's got a lot to get to. What are your plans for your garden in 2022? Stay with us. All right, Doug is ready to spend a little time with you on the phone lines. But, you know, Doug, this is really the time of year that people want to nestle up with a couple of good gardening books, seed catalogs by the fire, especially next week. A lot of folks still not working, just going to relax a little bit with families. This is when you really do the planning, right? Oh, definitely. You know, we we want to to dream about our gardens, although... With this weather, I've actually been out in the garden, so it's kind of crazy. But, yeah, normally it's cold and we're stuck inside and, you know, certainly seed catalogs. I'm not sure how, how popular the catalogs are or or the online version. Uh, I use both, actually. I, I have to have the catalog in my hand and, you know, the old school with a highlighter but then to make the order, I, just, I go online and just go through and, and do it that way. You know, lots of lots of really cool places to order your seeds. Uh, you know, 
one that, that I've talked about for a long time is called High Mowing Seeds, which I, I learned about that place through Jessica, who used to host the show with me. All organic seeds and a uh, little family-run operation, but also Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds. I've, I've been ordering from them forever. But and I, this is all, you know, I've got all this information at DougOster.com. But one that I really love, and again, you know me with uh, trying to grow weird and different stuff, it's called J.L. Hudson seedsman and it's a catalog that has no pictures <laughs> so you, you and it's got so many things in it you know I, I mean just all sorts of wild stuff and i love i love to sit with that one and go through and and uh pick these certain weird things i'm trying to think of something really good i got out of oh yeah um you know some weird winter radishes I've got out of there, and and strange tomatoes, and you know they've got normal stuff too. But I'm always looking for something weird. I grew a uh, a flowering tobacco from them last year, and I gave away a lot of the plants because everything germinated. Um, this flowering tobacco, uh, it, it's called the, the common name is flowering jasmine, and that just gives you an idea of the fragrance. And believe it or not, there are still some of those plants out in the garden under a little bit of protection, even though that's an annual that will, you know, should have should have been gone months ago. Uh, so yeah, planning this is the time. Um, if you're looking for a really cool gardening book, uh, I want to plug Jessica Wallace's book uh, called Plant Partners. Uh, it is, you know, there's been a lot of uh, just uh, old school like. Carrots and tomatoes work together. This one is all science-based, which is no surprise. So she's taken science to see which plants actually help each other together, uh, have a symbiotic relationship. And I found it to be a fascinating book. Of course, Jess and I have been friends for a long, long time. I want to talk about a couple other projects that I'm working on. I just finished up my um, farm-to-table project where we were giving um, – herbs from courtesy of uh, Bidwell Training Center, uh, herbs to all these different high-rises from the Allegheny County Housing Authority, mostly seniors. And man, I'm telling you, that was so much fun. I thought I was done, but then somebody saw some of my uh, social media posts and uh, the Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse said, hey, we, we're, we're closing for the season. I got a, We got a ton of plants. Can you find a home for them? And so I drove up there and filled my truck up with plants. And again, in this weather, normally I would have to have all the plants inside, but I was able to fill up my bed with all these plants. And so some went back to Bidwell where they could use it. Bidwell Training Center has this great horticultural program where uh, after high school, students can go there uh, at no at no charge to them if they qualify and learn to be horticulturists. And it's a great program. So they took some of the plants to use as training. Uh, but then I found a uh, a cool place, uh, a retirement home on, on Carson uh, that, that wanted all the plants, and so that was great. And then ran into uh, what was, again, wonderful, was uh, running into an old friend there from when uh, Jess and I used to do our Giant Eagle Market District uh, gigs. She just was walking through the lobby, and I pulled my mask down. And I said, hey, and so that was nice. It was just, it's, you know, the power of plants, it's just amazing that just giving somebody a, a really uh, – aromatic basil plant uh, goes a long, long way. And then the other project I'm working on, I started with uh, that Andy Anrime uh, from True, EV True Value Hardware uh, and the you know True Value Hardware show on Saturdays. He called me and said, hey, I'm working at South Park Theater. I want to redo their garden. Can you help me out? I'm like, yeah, sure. And 
Uh, I had some daffodils, which were donated from sorghums, and we went down there and planted those. There's a little video showing me supervising. This is the best part about this. I didn't have to do much planting. I could just supervise Andy and the team to, to get things in place. And these are just all fun little things to do that – uh, and and we talked about, I talked about it a little bit last week that, you know, as gardeners, just the smallest little token uh, is so appreciated when, you know, when you're, you're sharing your plants and sharing your seeds and trading seeds or whatever it might be. It's just, uh, it's just a good thing to do and, and so much fun. Uh, before we get to the break, let's talk a little bit about house plants because I've got a lot of questions about uh, fungus gnats, actually. And so what happens with, with house plants if they get if the if the soil gets real wet, you'll start to get these things called fungus gnats, and they'll drive you nuts. Uh, they're just little kind of little little <laughs> floaters that 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 are around the house. And the the real the real trick to to avoiding them is never to overwater your house plants. And and you know we we I talk a lot about this about killing house plants with kindness. Actually, even when I was giving away those herbs, people were just saying. Oh, it won't last two weeks. And I just said, keep them on the dry side, and you'll be much better off. And that's the same with uh, with with your house plants. You know, I'm only watering my house plants maybe once every two weeks at, at the most. And and all you should do with your house plants to know whether you want to water them, stick your finger down into that soil. If it's dry, they need water. If it's still moist, don't worry about it. All right, Rob, you ready for a break? Yes, I am. We are going to take a break. We'll come back on the other side. We're going to talk to Mark and Beaver, who's got a fertilizing question, so we're starting to get some calls. There is room for you on the phone lines, but I highly urge you to pick up the phone and give us a call, 866-391-1020. He'll get back to some house plants, and as he likes to say, those poinsettias, they can be more than just a Christmas gift. They can last all the way till spring, tool maintenance and more. So Doug's going to get a lot of ideas out there on the table for you as you two are starting to think about 2022 and your opportunity to get that garden going in a couple of months. Yeah, he is. And we're going to take the 10th caller right now to win a $25 gift certificate to Janoski's, and that's 412-922-1020. And speaking of Janoski's, Doug? Yeah, I uh, was out that way and have lunch with an old friend. Uh, we meet about once a month, uh, right in Clinton, actually. He's got a account that he uh, calls on there. We've been friends since 1970. And afterwards, I went to Janoski's because I was desperate to find something else uh, for my wife for Christmas. And I went back and saw Patty, and she was wearing her Christmas sweater, and I was wearing my Santa hat. And I said, Patty, I'm desperate. She goes, go back into the the, the farm market and look around and, and get a little basket and fill it up with stuff that you know that she'll love, and I will put it into a basket and make it look really nice. And boy, did she. And it was a big uh, a big hit here at home. So thank you, Patty Janoski, for saving Christmas. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, now let's talk poinsettias and how they can go till spring. And hopefully you purchase one of those at Janoski's Tool Maintenance and more. Go ahead, Doug. And then we're going to get to Mark and Beaver. All right, so for poinsettias, yeah, don't, do not, you don't need to trash them after the season that they again you keep them on the dry side get that foil off there keep them on the dry side uh put them on the windowsill you know they don't don't like any cold at all and you can you can get them to go all the way until spring and i'm telling you putting them in in may a poinsettia it will become like a big almost a shrub by the end of the season and sometimes you can bring them back in like i, I sometimes i keep them in a pot and I'll throw them out in the greenhouse, or I'll throw them into a shady spot, and then 
bring them back in. I've got a, a couple out there that have, they color up okay, not the same as like you know at a good greenhouse like Janoski's, but they they, do, they look okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a fun plant to keep going uh, for the. Uh, for the winter, something to do <laughs> and keep those going. You want to talk to Mark? You want to talk to Mark and Beaver. Let's go to Mark and Beaver. Hi, Mark. All right. Hey, Rob. Hey, Doug. Uh, hey. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you both. Thanks, man. You too, buddy. Hey, uh, speaking of Janoskis, we were out there a, a few weeks ago, and uh, what a fabulous place. I uh, hadn't been out there for years, and my, it's changed so much. Uh, but we bought... Um, some organic fertilizer for flowers and for uh, for vegetables. And I was wondering, do, is it good to put it on? I have a lot of potted plants. Uh, is it good to mix that in now or wait until the springtime? Oh, that's a great question. And it's actually better to wait until the springtime just because the the length of the days are so short that the plants can't really uptake what you're going to put on there. And so... It'll be fine to store until we get, you know, about to end of February, early March is, is the earliest that I start my fertilization. And when you start there and then things start to warm up again, you'll be in good shape uh, for those to, uh, to to get them going and get them growing strong. You know, that fertilization is an important part of uh, growing in containers. And so I'm feeding those containers uh, a little bit early on just to give them a good start. But then once we get into that high season, those long days from the end of May all the way into August, uh, we really want to want to fertilize for containers, you know, it, it, probably once a week to keep them going. What kind of what kind of plants you got out there? Well, uh, a, a lot of – I have some, uh, uh, some annuals, some perennials. Uh, is it one big tub I – I got some uh, garlic out of Janoski's, and I planted those about a month ago. Um, and uh, should I put any fertilizer on that, or still wait until? Uh, I wait till I wait till they sprout up in March. Give them a little bit of, of, of food then, and then they'll they'll be churning it out for you. That that was uh, another reason I went out to uh, Janoski's actually was to get more garlic. Believe it or not, because. <laughs> those those heads those heads were absolutely huge, and so this was the first bunch that I did not plant. That I just I I got them actually for feast of seven fishes because the big cloves are so much easier to deal with in the in the kitchen than the smaller cloves. That I've got a giant bag of my own garlic, and the cloves are smaller than Janoski's nice big fat cloves. So yeah, wait till the spring, and you'll be good to go, Mark. Thanks so much for your call. All right, let's uh, move on to Phil in Evan City on KDK. Hi, Phil. Hi. I have a, a large oak tree, and two of the lower branches are hanging so low right now, I have to walk around them. Is, is it safe this time of the year to cut them right off? Yeah, this is the time to do it. We have to wait until, with, with oaks, it's very, very important that they are, are trimmed when we're in dormancy. And so your oak tree is in dormancy. But let me give you one little tip about taking those branches off. Instead of going, depending on the size of the branch, instead of making one cut right next to the tree, mm-hmm. go out about 18 inches. Make your first cut out there. And the reason uh-huh. we're doing that is if, if we have a, a branch that's two inches or bigger uh, in diameter, and we cut it right next to the, the, the tree, 
we have the chance of tearing bark off, of leaving an open wound, that sort of thing. We go out that 18 inches, cut off that long branch. Whatever tears off there is no big deal. Then we go mm-hmm. back close to the tree, about a quarter inch away, and make our second cut there. It's going to be much better off. But, yeah, just remember this, everybody that's listening. Don't let anybody touch your oak trees unless they are in dormancy because we've got this thing going around called oak wilt. And if you make a, a, a pruning cut when they're in active growth, you're just opening up that tree to get oak wilt. And once you have it, it starts spreading through the forest. Uh, it's just, oh, it's just okay. something, it's something you want to avoid. So this is the time to do it, and just be careful. Uh, and if those branches are too big, uh, have a, an arborist from Davy Tree come out and take a look. They'll come out for free. And they'll, oh, okay. they'll look at it. They'll look at it for free, and they'll tell you, like, eh, you could probably do it, or they'll say, "Let us do it, and it'll cost you whatever it costs." So, uh, you're good to cut right now. Thanks so much for your call. All right, we got about two minutes to the break, Doug. Uh, let's talk about tool maintenance. This is important. Uh, in my case, I'm using my grandparents' tools, and we want to make sure that the wood and the metal is is going to persist. You know, this is a third generation I, that, that's using this tool. I would like to pass it down to the fourth generation for shovels and hoes and uh, pruners, actually, all sorts of different things. So sharpness is important. Uh, when it's a shovel, a hoe, a trowel, uh, your your pruners sharpness is everything, and so in the case of uh, the 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 shovel, the hoe, the, the trowel, you could just use a file. But there are also tools, in, inexpensive tools that you run across the the edge to sharpen them up. Sharpening them up is going to make your your gardening jobs much easier. Uh, it's also going to uh, make the tool last longer. And then on the metal parts, what I do is I just put a little dab of motor oil and just kind of rub it on there just to avoid any rust. And then for the wood, uh, I've got uh, just a a can from the hardware store of boiled linseed oil. And the handles that are on those old tools, mostly ash, there's, you know, ash is, is, is going away because of emerald ash borer. And so Replacing that that handle with something as good is going to be hard to do. And if you just give them a couple coats of uh, boiled linseed oil on the wood, and again, this is a great time to do it. What else do you have to do for your garden? You'll have those tools in shape. It'll suck in that uh, boiled linseed oil and just continue to keep that handle supple. Uh, For the bypass pruner, which is a a type of pruner that the sharp blade bypasses um, the other uh, part of, of the tool, that that we just use a, just a little square file and just we you can see the angle of the blade and you just kind of gently run it down there and you know with pruners or loppers that sharp makes your work so much easier but it also uh, provides a better cut and it's it's better for the plants that they have the sh- a sharp cut everything should be should be sharp and then you know one real quick thing uh, for for pruning. A pruning saw is is the anything bigger than you know about an inch. A pruning saw is a different kind of tool. It's not the, it's not like a like a saw that you use to cut you know lumber. This is this is specially designed. It cuts as you pull as opposed to when you push, and so it is absolutely uh, a uh, indispensable tool uh, for for pruning. Um, you know anything like I said bigger than an inch. Uh, and so if you're, if you've got a lot of, uh, 
you know, trees out there that need a little work and, and we're doing it during this dormant period, uh, get yourself a good pruning saw and uh, you, you won't go wrong. It's just it's the right way to do your pruning. All right, Rob. All right. We're taking a break. We'll come back. He'll leave you with some closing comments about getting ready for 2022 and also maybe a call or two. You never know what he's got in store, but you can find out everything that he does at DougOster.com. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We've got a lot of phone calls that came in here in the final segment, so we're just going to spend the few minutes we have left talking to the fans of Mr. Doug Oster, and let's go to Bill and Butler. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hello, how are you? Good. Great What's... show. I always uh, listen to it, enjoy it on my way to church. I have a question for Mr. Oster, if I could ask it. Yeah, sure. And then hang up. Okay, Mr. Oster, uh, my yard, my lawn, it's a one-acre lawn, it, and it's all field grass and weeds. Uh, never been limed, and I'd like to put a new lawn in, and I was wondering how one goes about doing that and uh, the correct way of doing it. And since it's about one acre, is that an expensive proposition? Well, it's not going to be so much an expensive proposition, but it's going to be a long-term proposition. It's not going to be one season. It's going to take a couple seasons. But the, I'll tell you what, the first thing that you want to do is you want uh-huh. to get your thing called a soil test from the Penn State Cooperative Extension. It's very easy to find online. Uh, you're, you, you, you can go to your Butler County Extension. Actually, during the pandemic, I'm not sure if you can go there. But anyway, contact... Uh, since you're up in Butler, whatever whatever county and anybody's in, get the soil test. They're only nine dollars, and you'll take a few samples throughout your yard, and and that's the key to figuring out what what you want to do with your lawn. Because when you think about it, nothing will outgrow grass when it's happy. The trick is yes. to make it happen. I know so, you always talk about pH and that. I know it's acidic. It's a low pH. It's never yes, let, but here, here's the Here's the thing, and, and I always tell this story, how my dad would send us out and say, boys, we're going to lime the yard. But without scientific data, without a number, you don't uh-huh. know how much lime to put on. You know, back yeah. in those days in the 70s, we were either putting on twice as much as we needed or half as much as we needed. We didn't know. It was just something okay. people did. Uh, uh, but so, what I'd like to do is get rid of this, the field grass and weeds all to get together and have, like, you know, the dark green grass along put in. And so that's, that's why we need up, to find out what the Excuse me? That's why we need to find out what the pH is. And so, okay, and then I'll hang up, and then if you could just tell quickly what the, those next steps would be. Sounds good. Uh, so we get that soil test. We find out what the pH is, but we also find out what the fertility is. We need to know those two things and work with your uh, extension agency to figure out where you can get the, the additives you need you know, up there, I would think uh, an agway would be a good place to get your, uh, you know, if, it, if it's probably going to need lime. And then you're also going to need uh, some fertilizer, again, to get that fertility and pH perfect. Now we've got, we've got a, a, uh, an area that the grass is going to be happy in and the weeds aren't going to be as happy in. You know, there's a couple other things, too. You know, you, when you cut your grass, you leave it high, three and a half inches, so that shades out the weeds. But start off with just that soil test, get your pH right, 
get your fertility right. And then from there, it's just going to be about um, spot treating weeds. I know an acre is a big area to take care of, but uh, also some overseeding. And like I said, it's going to take a few seasons to get it where you want to, but you'll be able to do it. Is there another call, Rob? Yeah, we got one more call. About two minutes left before we have to head to the news. So let's get to Rose and Katanning on KDKA. Hi, Rose. Good morning. Belated Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I just had a comment. I'll soon be 94. I've been making garden for 50 years. I have a lot of nieces and nephews, and when Christmas comes, I line up bags, and I do a lot of pickle beets. I make jelly rhubarb and Italian stewed tomatoes, pickles, and I throw in a bag of biscotti, and there's Christmas. That is absolutely awesome. If we have got a little bit of time left, tell me who inspired you to garden. My dad, I used to help. In those days, you had to go, he'd give you a can of water, and you picked off bugs. I do an organic garden. I don't have any bugs, but I've been doing it since I was a kid. Hmm. And I'll that soon be 94 here in a couple months. That's absolutely People wonderful. People say, are you not going to make a garden again? And I say, why not? I give a lot <laughs> of it away. Oh, man, you made my day. That is well, I love your show. I'm getting ready to go to church. I'll say a prayer for all of you. Thank you so much. What a great call, huh, Rob? Isn't that good stuff? Rose, you can say two or three for me. Doug's good. <laughs> anyway, listen, you got one minute to kind of put a big bow on what has been a wonderful holiday and still much more downtime to come for people. But I know this is the last time that you'll talk to the folks before we welcome 2022. So the final minute, all yours, Doug. Well, you know, if, if you did have a question, if you want to talk gardening, if you did, you know, happen to want some garlic, I've got extra garlic, but we're going to have to hook up up in the north because it's going to be crazy busy next week with the holidays. I'd be glad to give you some. Just go to DougOster.com. Send me a message there. Uh, I do have a new feature there uh, where you can send a picture with your question, which you used to not be able to do, but you can do that now. And I always answer questions after the show at DougOster.com. Real quick, I do still have a couple of seats to my trip in May to the Chelsea Flower Show and to this uh, once-in-a-decade garden celebration in Holland called Floriad. Uh, it's a trip together, and uh, I've had a lot of fun traveling uh, with you over the years, so I'd love to bring you along. And there's lots of information there at DougOster.com about gardening, and it's a good place for us to talk about gardening. I've got a lot of ideas uh, what you can do for the winter as far as growing microgreens, all sorts of stuff. So remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.